Speaking of good fun, the Melbourne South East Melbourne Phoenix have been good fun to watch the last few seasons. Um, finishing up in a semi-final um, this of uh, the previous season, but now looking to go bigger and better. And with a huge signing today, we might as well get the CEO on, and that's Tommy nice. Greer. G'day, Tommy. G'day, boys. Thanks yeah, for thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for joining us, mate. How are we finding you tonight? Are we um, getting ready for dinner or anything? I've actually uh, actually just had a, had a feed, so yeah. I was on with you boys. I got the stomach full, nice and early. <laughs> Very nice. Time for a nap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah good. How's the um, pre-season been, mate? Um, I know that um, the signings um, have and haven't gone your way so far. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's been a fun sort of uh, off-season this time around. Obviously, you know, in the middle of a global pandemic, doesn't make anything. Um, easy but uh, we're, we've been pretty lucky I mean we've had um, we've been able to sort of retain the sort of the core of our roster which has made our off season a lot easier than, than most other clubs so having the majority of that roster full and, and, and most of those that core group returning means that um, we've been able to have most of those guys on the floor for the majority of the off season and apart from a couple of weeks um, you know post, post uh, last year so a um, little, little bit chaotic at times, but um, we're managing through. Tommy, how do, how do you find your uh, international players? What sort of process do you go through for that? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a mix. There's uh, international players find their way down to Australia through all different types of avenues. I mean, you've obviously got all of the um, all of the agents from all around the globe and and different leagues around the world sort of reaching out for different opportunities, and then a lot of it really is based on your connections and we've got um you know we've got a bevy of connections through the nba and 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 through that sort of american system and all throughout europe um so you know we we've actually sort of set ourselves um even throughout the the regular season start creating a list of um of talent in 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 sort of different positions and then when the uh the off season kicks uh, we set to um i guess start uh start making contact with those with that talent now would you go best player available or do you have you've got specific oh, we need to fill this number one spot or uh, would do you if, yeah, if, no, they, if the champion came to, along you know yeah we definitely look to um to service a need i mean there's there's incredible talent in, in all positions um you know sort of playing their trade in different different leagues all around the world so for us it really is trying to find the right pieces that are going to fit with that core group of Australians that we already have on the roster um, so you know going into each off season there's there's always a few core needs that you know that you're going to need to fill gaps with and and that's what we really use those that international talent for to come in and sort of um, you know fill up those gaps and um, and sort of make the, the, the roster a bit more complete. Yeah, we talk about those gaps, Tommy, and obviously Kiefer Sykes was always going to be the one that was going to leave the biggest hole um, in the team. It seems like Xavier's sort of been signed to obviously both address the need for a point guard, but also he's got a few sort of unique uh, traits that make him a bit more different, a bit more height, a bit more length. Uh, We know he's a good shooter as well. Um, How do you sort of see that in terms of his fit in the team? Yeah, look, I mean, we're we're really excited about his fit. For the last couple of years, we've been um, we've been trying to add a bit of size and length to that backcourt, and I feel like we've just been getting smaller and smaller with two import guards both coming in at five ten, and then sort of Kyle and, and Isaiah, you know, aren't the tallest guys either. So um, we really love that extra length that 
that um, that Zay brings with him. You know, sort of standing six three. Um, you know, really um, big wingspan as well. Will allow him and our roster a bit more flexibility in that backcourt. We'll be able to swing him to two at times, find some more minutes for for Kyle and Zay, um, which is you know really beneficial. Um, really beneficial for us. He's also, um, as you mentioned. You know, uh, an internationally renowned scorer. You know, anyone who can average sort of 25, 5 and 5 in the G League um, at any point of their career is, uh, is definitely a, a, a sort of proven scorer. And he managed to put up some really good numbers over in the Euro Cup and in the Turkish leagues as well. So being able to show that he can score in both the FIBA and American systems is, um, is definitely, um, you know, shows off his skill set and gives us a lot of confidence that he's going to be able to come down here and, and make it work. Well, how, how long have you been courting him for, uh, for a term? Like, um, what was, um, has it been since uh, the end of the season or have you looked for him last couple of seasons to try to get him across or is it just uh, just now? Yeah, look, I mean, David's name probably first came across Simon's, uh, Simon Mitchell, our head coach's um, desk, probably, probably two or three, maybe even longer, you know, sort of four or five seasons ago when he was at Melbourne United and uh, they were looking for a player. Um, that's the first time sort of Simon came across him. His name's sort of been, you know, thereabouts for a little while. And then um, this off-season, he became sort of more of a highly sought-after target after he had that experience over in Turkey. And, um, you know, we, we sort of identified him as someone who filled the specific need we had in that backcourt, being able to be that combo guard who plays both ends of the floor. Just on um, on Simon, Tommy, obviously he signed the extension uh, to take him through to the end of this year. Um, is there sort of like a like a longer-term plan with him and the club? Because we know, obviously, he's been a great part of its foundation, but is it a sort of go year by year or see how the performance goes this season and then reassess? What's the sort of plan there? Yeah, look, with, with Simon and I, obviously he was one of the first highs uh, we we had at the club, you know, when 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 I started this thing, we were, we were, <laughs> when Romy started this thing, we were nothing but a piece of paper. And then, uh, you know, we hired our uh, head of operations in Rowan Short, and Simon Mitchell was our next hire. So it was really sort of three of us on board, and and um, not much else. You know, we had no computers, no office, no anything. So um, at that point, we really always had him had uh, in place a, a three-year plan. You know, the contract was, was set out as a two-plus-one, but, you know, between Simon and I, we always knew that it was a, a, a three-year contract and we would reassess it when we got to the end of that three years because, um, you know, we, we had some, and still do, have grand plans of, of, you know, winning championships and bringing championships back to the southeast. And, you know, it was an ambitious target, but, you know, we wanted to try and achieve that within that three years. So... Um, you know, that, that's something we'll sort of assess when we get to the end of this year and, and, and have a look at what, what sort of makes them going forward. Does having such a powerful uh, rival in United help push you towards those big plans and that ambition? Like, does seeing them succeed make the club want it even more? Look, I mean, there's no question Albany United's been, uh, you know, been one of the benchmark clubs of the league for, for a long time now. But, um, you know, we're not trying to replicate what they've done over there. Um, we're well and truly our own thing and I think that sort of really comes through in, in the way we market our club and the way we engage with the community. Um, you know, we, we spend a lot of time, a lot of finances, 
um, making sure that we really invest um, our time um, and specifically in the southeast and looking after the associations, schools and families and clubs out in that region. And, and um, you know, we feel like, um, you know, we do a really good job of, of representing uh, the South on that national stage. So, um, you know, whilst we, we uh, are envious of the success that United's had over the last few years, um, you know, we, we go about things our own way. Um, you know, believe we can, we can, um, you know, achieve even even greater things over the next few years. Just uh, looking forward to this season coming, Tommy. With with COVID, are you hoping that? Um, obviously, you're hoping that at some way COVID sort of finishes before the start of the season because you want fans. All the work you're doing to, to push the the brand and the product, you, you want fans to come in. We want the theatre of the basketball and that it can give us. Are you hoping that? Obviously, we can get to that point. Do you see it happening? Oh, without question. I mean, fans and members are the lifeblood of, of uh, sporting organisations. So, and we fully understand that. Like, we want nothing more than to be able to get our fans back in the building, to be playing games in front of in front of uh, members and corporates and sponsors alike. So, for us, um, that can't come to, uh, quick enough. Um, but we understand that, you know, the, it's not just us that is in this situation. You know, all workplaces at the moment and we just need to um we just need to work through it like everyone else and then when the time comes be ready to um to turn the lights on and and uh put on a good show is, is that the show we've seen it over in the nba and uh we've seen it begin here and even with uh, the port adelaide and the song before the game i mean the show is just really just about just as important as far as a uh, sort of fans perspective yeah absolutely i mean we we sort of set ourselves target of being um, of attempting to be one of the best sports entertainment products in the country and you know we want to do that at a, at a really um, value proposition and that's why we've you know we've, we've actually lowered our membership price going into next year and, and we actually believe that we are the best value um, sporting membership in the country uh, and you know uh, we think that if we can get the people in the doors and we can show them um, the product put on the court you know, the quality of the talent that we have out there uh, and the, the entertainment product that you were just alluding to that we put on as well, that, you know, we'll, we'll keep those fans and, and continue to build. Oh, can't wait myself. Can't yeah, wait. No, should be good fun. Um, but there was a one in and one out today. Zach Hankins uh, not joining you anymore. Um, that would have been a bit disappointing. Yeah, that was a, a little bit disappointing. More sad for him than anything. Um, we'd, uh, we'd sort of... We, we'd, we'd had Zach on our list for the past sort of two or three seasons now since we started the club um, and we we're really excited to be finally getting him down here this year but unfortunately you know, he's had a bit of a, a hiccup with his knee during uh, NBA Summer League and that's going to see him on the sidelines for the next sort of four or so months and that being the case uh, just makes it a little bit difficult just given the sort of key position that it, he was going to be playing for us and um, so we've sadly had sort of release him but um you know, I remain uh, hopeful that, that someday soon, uh, in the next sort of couple of years, we might be able to get him down here. Yeah, very good. And also, I just want to say congratulations to the club and yourself for handling Mitch Creek's situation last year um, very well. I'm sure that was difficult to uh, to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, all, all those situations are really difficult, but glad that, um, you know, it's, it's worked out the way that it has and, and um, you know, look at 
as a club just sort of looking to move forward. Yeah, no, very good. No, it was uh, was well handled. Um, but uh, what 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 names have we got down? Do, can we re- reveal any names that you've got on a, your whiteboard or anything uh, for the replacements <laughs> for um, all the you know more imports or anything like that to come? Uh, I don't know if I can give you the names, boys, but I can <laughs> tell you that uh, we're down to just a few. Ooh, um, so we're down good. to sort of five, five or six names. Um, you know, we've got a few commitments. So. Um, not too long now, and we'll be uh, we'll be locking in that replacement, and um, we'll be pretty close to a full roster and starting to get ready to roll. Uh, well, we might have to give Sam uh, Sam a call, our man on the inside. <laughs> Sammy knows everything, so yeah. if, uh, <laughs> you boys start reporting stuff, I'll know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, hey Tommy. I'm sure we'll uh, stay in touch, mate. Uh, it's been great chatting, uh, but good luck with uh, the rest of the preseason, mate. Good on you, boys, and thanks for supporting us. Really appreciate it.